Broadcasting live out of Studio E in Los Angeles, California. You're tuned in to David Essel Alive, America's positive radio talk show. As we welcome the 12 million XM radio subscribers, the millions of more listening to us on TalkDavid.com from around the world, of course. You can hang out with us at XM Satellite Radio 168, Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific. 21 years, celebrating 21 years on the uh, air. Proud, damn proud to be a part of the Premier Radio Network. Our whole mission is to help you to make the best decisions in life regarding your mind, body, spirit, and more. And we thank you so much for taking the time to tune in. 1-800-548-TALK, 1-800-548-8255. In, uh, in just a minute or two, we're going to get an Olympic update, an Olympic sports update from an analyst, a radio host herself. Lisa Belkov-Snyder is going to be with us in just a minute or two. We're going to find out. Now, you remember... When was it? Maybe about four months ago, Kayla Harrison, that come from behind, that young girl that overcame extreme sexual abuse from an athletic coach, from a trainer. This girl has gone through so much in life. She's in London right now competing for gold. We'll find out what Lisa thinks about her chances, as well as Missy Franklin. Uh, of course, Michael Phelps. I think he swam this afternoon. We've been prepping for the show and on the air. So we'll get uh, more information from Lisa in a minute about what's going on with the Olympics and what kind of surprise medalist might we see from the USA. 1-800-540-TALK. Uh, earlier today, I was telling you, once a month, we open up our work as a way to give back to this world. We open up our work as a Master Life Coach. We encourage you to email us at talkdavid.com to work with me one-on-one for free. It's not a gimmick. It's the truth. We've been doing this since 1991. One week a month, we open it up to work with as many people as we can, listeners to our show, for 20 minutes on the phone, helping you to overcome your challenges, to move through blocks in life, to achieve your goals. Well, this is the week. Once a month we do it. We take as many people as we can. If you are in a situation where you want to accomplish more in life, go to talkdavid.com, send us an email right through there. Just say, I want to work with David. One of us, myself, or one of the staff will get back to you. They'll set up the time. For our 20-minute conversation, we would love to help you in all ways possible. And on top of that, if you go while you're at Talk David sending us an email, sign up for our free four videos on goal achievement, the one thing that will radically change your life forever. You'll see it right on the homepage. The one thing that will radically change your life forever. Sign up for that. You'll get a video a day every three days or so. You get four of them all together, all about goal achievement. We love to work with our listeners. <laughs> it's such a blast. I get a chance to have a personal connection with you, and I love it. Our guest right now, Lisa Belkov snyder a national sports analyst and commentator, a radio host. We're excited to have her on the air because we want to know more about the Olympics in London happening right now. Lisa, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. It is an exciting time to be talking sports, and you don't have to be an athlete to get excited about the Olympics. And the good news is, you know, every four years we've got summer, and then in the off years we've got winter. And I'm, I'm based out of Denver, even though I, I speak all over the country, but we're putting our hat in the ring for the Winter Olympics in, in uh, I believe, 2026. And what better place to hold the Winter Olympics than in Colorado? Oh, absolutely. So it's, it's a great time. It's a great time. 
Um, you know, la- last night, uh, watching the, the, the opening and watching the athletes come through, I mean, it was just, it's always such a nice spectacle. You get so excited, Lisa, don't you, when you see the throng of American athletes who've committed their life to training for their activity, walking together, laughing together, joking together. It's just such a great a feeling of community, isn't it? It is a feeling of community, and I think all of the you know, the clothing debacle, the Ralph Lauren situation and, and mm. the uniforms and being made in, in, in China versus and, and you know, some people are saying the Hugo Boss factory in Cleveland was available. All that needs to be put aside and you look at these young athletes, I mean, your feeling is completely mirrored in the exact way the torch was lit last night. Now some people say it was very un spectacular. You know, there should have been a big uh, prior Olympian who could have lit the torch, you know, back in the day of uh, when Muhammad Ali was a part of that, or when the Hmm. archer shot the flaming arrow up at the cauldron. That was pretty exciting. But you know what? As as, As we were watching, and each country comes through, and I see, you know, one person walking with each country carrying this this copper pot. I'm thinking, all right, is this potluck at the end of the opening ceremony? <laughs> is, it, is every country bringing their favorite dish? I mean, right, what right. is this? I had absolutely no idea what was happening until I see all those copper pots being put together and actually creating the cauldron. And then, even prior to that, these seven young athletes kind of being you know, truly passing the torch from a former Olympian down to these younger ones. And, and, you know, the the producer was very egalitarian, he said, about the way that he picked these seven particular young athletes. And then together, you know, the torch was lit. You know, I see something like that, and I just, you know, want to run outside and hang my flag out on the porch. And then I also think about these, you know, cockamamie athletes who say, you want me to represent the United States in the Olympics? Pay me. And it Mm. makes me sick. It truly Mm. does. Not as just an American and as a fan, but also as a sports broadcaster. Mm. Right. Hey, let, let, let's jump. Let, let's go into. I, I want to talk about Kayla Harrison. We interviewed this girl, Lisa. She is a doll. She is so amazing. Considering what she's gone through in life, What's her chances of taking gold in judo in the Olympics? Well, first of all, I know judo started today. I am not sure how she started. Um, but listen, it's very exciting. I believe I saw, I, I believe she marched last night. I know that there were um, many Americans who were not marching because they had right. an early call today. Um, but, you know, I'm not, you would think. Um, okay, judo, not exactly an American, uh, you know, not, not something that would naturally come or come naturally to American, uh, athletes, but she is clearly looking to make Olympic history. Um, she is an abuse survivor and she's a hero. You know, she's tough as nails. She's brave as anything. She should be an inspiration to young women everywhere, as well as a standard bearer for Olympic excellence. And the fact that she came out and said 
that she was a sexual abuse survivor uh, and, and still has committed her life to judo. Um, she, she's going for gold not just um, physically, you know, as she competes, mm-hmm. but I think mentally and emotionally. And, you know, some will say, well, she was victimized back by her judo coach when she was 13. I say even more power to her to say, right. you know, overcome this. I mean, the two elements of, of being 13, being victimized by your judo coach, you know, these are two elements that make up the tapestry of an extraordinary young woman's life, and it makes it such a difficult story to relate to, but at the same time, we cannot ignore it. So, And, and, and I, Lisa, it, it, isn't that just like the coolest thing when we look at so many of our athletes that are over right now that have come back from um, from having to drop out because of, of, uh, of doping, that have had to drop out because of injury, and then four years later, they're back doing their thing, overcoming adversity. I mean, we've got several athletes in the Olympics right now that have overcome. Maybe not such things as personally devastating as what Kayla did, but so many other come from behind individuals. Isn't that awesome? It is awesome. And as a matter of fact, there are two that kind of stand out for me, David. One of them is Lolo Jones. She oh. is a hurdler. I don't know if you saw her back in Beijing in 2008, but she was Lolo Almighty. She was <laughs> awesome. And I have to say that and she was geared to be number one. She was geared mm-hmm. to take the gold for Team USA in the hurdles. And then something happened to her uh, anatomically, physically, uh, orthopedically. I don't know how you want to call it. I don't know how you want to define it. But something happened with her ankle, the way it twisted, the way her calf turned. Was it a shin, you know, a shin splint? But she was in the lead. And she gets just slightly before the last turtle. And then I think they have to run you know, 15 yards or whatever before they they hit the finish line. And she went down, and she came in seventh. Now, this year, she has come back with a vengeance, not only because it's kind of the bionic thinking. We've made her stronger. We've made her faster. She can be better. But also, she has put a little bit of a personal touch on her comeback, and that's her... Uh, her virginity. Now, is that something we need to hear about (laughs) when you're making a comeback? You know, or can you just come back as a well-heeled, better, stronger, determined athlete? I say, you know, you're not Britney Spears, who we found out was a colossal disappointment in the virginity department. But, you know, just use your talent as an athlete. Use your gift, use your pride as representing America, and go out and do what you aimed to do four years ago, and get it done. That's what I say. But listen, you know, I know if you, as I say on my show, if I want your opinion, I'll give it to you, but that's just, (laughs) you know, that's my opinion. Well, they're trying to hook up Lolo and Tim Tebow, of course. Oh, for God's sake. Yes, they're saying that they would be the perfect match. Um, Michael Phelps, he swam today. How did he do? He did not do. (laughs) No! He did not do at all, and I hate for the spoiler alert, because back here in Denver, we have not seen that, but of course, I've already read the Washington Post and been on Facebook. Ryan Lochte, he took home the gold. Michael did not even place. He came in 
force. Oh, was, my Lord. He was slower than even his worst time in Beijing. And I, and I have to tell you, there was a story that came out a few weeks ago, and some are saying, oh, it's sour grapes because this guy is a newbie. But there's a first-time Olympian, and his name is Tyler Clary, and he bla- he's also a swimmer um, for mm-hmm. Team USA, and uh, he... Um, Oh, actually, no, I'm sorry, that's, that's not true. Um, he tried out for Team USA. He was at the Olympic trials with Michael Phelps, and he, he basically blasted the four time, 14-time gold medalist. And his training habits, in a very contentious interview with his hometown California newspaper, and he said, you know, he, he qualified for his first Olympic team after finishing 1.5 seconds behind Phelps in the 200 fly, he says that Phelps doesn't train hard in practice. He resents that Michael Phelps has so much talent, but that he doesn't have the work ethic to go mm-hmm. along with it. He comes in at the last minute. He's got a little bit of attitude. He also knows that this will be his last Olympics. But you would think if you are three medals shy of becoming the most decorated Olympian ever, mm-hmm. Ever. Mm-hmm. I mean, the only thing you're not doing is walking on water, although people think four years ago <laughs> that he could. Exactly. And you would think, yeah. you would. Uh, I'd be like, you know what, I've got all this swimming to do. I'm going to, bam, knock that first medal out of the park on day one. And he didn't do it. He didn't wow. even get wow. any medal. And the thing is, David, is that he could get any medal in any color. It doesn't matter. Just right. the most decorated Olympic athlete. Yes. And he didn't make it. But you know what? I have I have a philosophy and some people may think, you know, it's cuckoo and they're certainly entitled and and, and some may be perfectly correct in their thinking. But think about this for a minute. When you're number one all you can do is look in the lane next to you, or if you're a runner, look behind you, or whatever it is. If you're number one, you're at your goal, you'd like to maintain your goal, but you're always looking over your shoulder, mm-hmm. so to speak, to see who's gaining on you. When you are number two, such as Ryan Lochte, or you're number three, or anybody else, all you can do in the reverse is look straight ahead and keep your eye on the prize. And so if you're always looking behind you or you're cocky and you're overconfident and you're resting on your laurels, well, you know, then God help you, so to speak. Mm. And Ryan Lochte took it. He did not just take third or second. He took home gold. And I think it got shoved right in Michael Phelps' face tonight. Wow. Lisa, Lisa, I'm going to ask you to hang there. We're going to go to some messages. We'll come back. Lisa Belkov-Snyder, uh, analyst, radio talk show herself, herself, uh, will be back with us. We're going to talk more Olympics. We'll be talking about uh, Missy Franklin, the 17-year-old swimmer and more. 1-800-548-TALK, 1-800-548-TALK. David Essel with you, celebrating 21 years in talk radio. We are so appreciative of you taking some time out of your busy Saturday to hang with us here as we talk Olympic sports now. My Lord, it's going on across the pond. And we're going to find out more what Lisa thinks. Maybe some surprise medalists coming up. 1-800-548-TALK. I'm David Essel. Stay right there.
Broadcasting live on XM Satellite Radio 168, streaming worldwide via TalkDavid.com. You're tuned into America's positive radio talk show, David Essel Alive, Saturdays, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific. Uh, my guest right now is Lisa Belkov-Snyder, analyst, a radio talk show host herself. Um, Lisa, Missy Franklin, tell us about her. Uh, I'm telling you, she is Absolutely delicious. She is. That's who you fix up with Tim Tebow, not Lolo Jones. You fix up Missy Franklin. She is delicious. She is 17. You would think she has been media coached by the best who would be me, but she has not. But um, I have been uh, shameless, shameless self-promotion. Um, yes. But she, she was on my show back when I was with ESPN in 2008. And I had her on and her coach, Todd Schmidt, and her mom, just known as D.A. Franklin, letter D, letter A, Franklin. And she was 14 years old, I guess, 13, 14 years old. She was already swimming, David, Olympic times. She wow. was fantastic. But unlike China, we don't send our underage athletes with <laughs> false birth certificates to the Olympics. And, and put them in. So Missy waited her turn. She did her trials in Omaha. She is fantastic, and she swam in a 400 uh, relay today and smoked them. So uh, she was part of a team today. I think she's swimming one more tonight, uh, I think, for the finals. And it uh, looks like Team USA, obviously, which she is a part of this particular relay team that won today. She's fabulous. You know, she is She's very humble. She went to a um, public school here in Centennial, which is a divi- which is kind of a suburb of Denver. And then she switched to Regis Jesuit, which is a private, uh, faith-based uh, junior high and high school. And she swims, still swims for the team, still swims for the school. She's very much a teenager. She does not want to go pro. She wants to stay swimming. She wants to mm. have that teenage experience. She wants to have that college experience and she is just i mean you could just chew her up she's just delicious that's so good that's and 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 a a heck of a swimmer that's why we call her missy the missile right Right on, right on. Lisa, I'm going to ask you to hang there. We've got to go to some more breaks. We're going to come back, and, and we're going to, when, when Lisa comes back, we're going to have her go down just quickly. We're only going to have a few minutes, but we're going to go quickly. Who are the surprises coming up? Who are the people that she thinks that are going to go gold in maybe some of the most popular activities, this popular sports, and maybe some of the not-so-popular sports? What Americans? Lisa's going to share her beliefs, what Americans are going to go gold. 1-800-548-TALK, 1-800-548-TALK, every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific. We're going to be finding out more, celebrating the pride of being an American citizen right now, praising those athletes in London. Stay right there. Greetings, loved ones. Let's take a journey. You're tuned in to America's positive radio talk show, David Estel Alive. Welcome aboard. We're interviewing right now, speaking with Lisa Belkov Snyder, uh, national sports analyst, commentator, radio host about this whole Olympic game, 1 800 548 talk. 
1-800-548-TALK. Before I continue, I just want to remind you, you can email us during the show at talkdavid.com. You can connect with us via Facebook by liking our page, David Essel Alive, at Facebook. And you can call us, 1-800-548-TALK. Lisa, we're going to have to go through this pretty quickly. Um, yes, your sir. take on, on, on who's going to be nailing gold big time for us, let's rock. Men's gymnastics. They currently mm. are sitting in gold medal position. They have wowed the crowd. They uh, were very concerned. Uh, you know, the Japanese were concerned about the Chinese. The Americans were concerned about the Chinese. And um, the world uh, all-around champion uh, Uchimura said after the second of three men's team and individual qualifying sessions today, um, he is uh, obviously a, a, um, uh, you know, a, a big player for the United States. He said, you know, we were so worried, we were so concerned, it might have affected our performance today, but we are still sitting in gold medal contention. And tomorrow I think we will not think about how the Chinese will play out, and we will just focus on ourselves. Something mm. else you definitely want to take a look at is Justin Gatlin and also the uh, talking about track and field and also talking uh, about Kelly Wells. She had a devastating hamstring tear at the 2008 Olympic trials, but she just turned 30 years old, and she is going on to, uh, to kick it um, <laughs> for sure. And then I believe she, um, she is co- accompanied by... Uh, the fastest man in the United States in 2004 Olympic gold medalist, Justin Gatlin. So, right. uh, his, he has some major, you know, major qualifying times, and uh, now they're looking to bring home gold, too. Let's not forget if we can borrow this, the, the if we can borrow the title from back in the 80s and the 90s, the Dream Team, USA men's basketball, U.S. women's basketball is already taking a, a great strides towards gold, as is women's soccer. But the dream team for USA basketball, well, Kevin Durant is kind of leading that excitement. Uh, of course, we're still having hopes for Michael Phelps in swimming. There's Steve Lopez, who was very big in taekwondo. Yes, and I think yes. We've got some good chances out there. You know, you got to yeah. remember, it's only day one. But right. it has been a very exciting and competitive <laughs> one for sure. Oh, I love it. Lisa Belko Snyder, a national sports analyst, commentator, radio host. Lisa, this has been really fun having you with us. I'm glad you had the time. And let's root on the USA. Go USA. Thanks so much, David. <laughs> okay. Have a great day. Bye-bye. 1-800-548-TALK, 1-800-548-TALK. If you are not tuned in to the Olympics, check them out. Just bounce in and out. Read, Go online. Find out what we're doing. You know, there's that collectiveness that we have going on right now, that cheering. That you know, And I know there are times when I'm watching the games and you just get so fired up. That's what the time is that we're in right now is all about. You got to love it. 1-800-548-TALK. Now we're going to go from Olympic talk and I want to get back to your emails. I so appreciate everyone that's taken the time to send emails in and I want to try to get to as many as we can. Um, This was from Amy. Amy wrote to us and if you want to call these segments that we're going to start doing more of where I'll try to get to more and more of your emails, answer them on, on air during this time. Feel free to call Call us if there's something in life you're challenged by, if you're struggling with making a decision. 
if you're saying, my Lord, what do I do with this relationship? Or what do I do with this career move? Or what do I do with this addiction? Or what do I, how the heck am I going to finally lose weight, David? This is the time. 1-800-548-8255. 1-800-548-8255. This is from Amy uh, talking about early sobriety and attending a wedding. This is a woman who's been uh, sober just for a few months now. Uh, one month, as a matter of fact. And she wrote to us asking about what she could do to prepare herself to go to her best friend's wedding that uh, that they used to party with all the time in college. She said, during college, all we ever did was go out seven days a week. Uh, now I decided to get sober. One month of sobriety. I'm going to the wedding. What do I do? Now, I, I want to tell you something, gang. I don't care if you're 70 years old with one month sobriety uh, or 25 years old or 50. It doesn't matter. I personally would never go to a wedding with one month of sobriety under my belt by myself. I just wouldn't. I really wouldn't. Um, the very first thing I would do, Amy, is I would contact uh, the, the woman who's your best party friend in college who's going to be married and tell her that you are now sober. And I wouldn't eat, and I'd say I can't even go. This would be number one. First thing is I wouldn't even go if I were you. I would not go. Yes, it's going to crush your heart possibly. Yes, you're going to feel embarrassed. Yes, you're going to feel filled with shame and guilt that you can't go. But I'll tell you what, when you know, and in your email, you strung that out pretty well, talking about how alcohol has been a challenge for you for the past 10 years, it's not worth it. One person's wedding is not worth it. Um, number, now, number two, now what's her response? Her response is going to either be, oh my Lord, you know what? I love you so much. I'm really glad you're taking care of yourself or she'll be pissed at you. But either way, it doesn't really matter because you have to take care of yourself. Trying to win someone's affection, trying to win someone to understand you, trying to win them over and praying to God that she's going to say, oh my Lord, I understand. If she doesn't, if she screams, if she yells, so be it. The other option you have. Now, I'm going to stick with my option number one. I would not go if I were you. Number two would be to find a sober person to go with and to be with you by your side 24-7. Sleep with you, go to the bathroom with you, (laughs) take a shower with you, whatever it takes. Listen, for 20 years, I've helped people get sober. I myself had to go through a very rocky road to figure out how to do it, and no one does it alone. If you're going to put yourself in the situation of attending a wedding when you have one month or two months, even six months of sobriety to me isn't enough. You've got to find someone to go with. Alcohol has created hell in your life. This is not the time to test it. The resolve that you have and the willpower you have will not stand a chance against this addiction if you try to do it by yourself. one 800 548-8255-1-800-548-8255. Oh, this is is an interesting one about business promises. This is very interesting. This is from Andre. Um, He's a personal trainer. Uh, A new gym is opening up in town, and they've been inviting him for lunches, for dinners, for breakfast, and basically picking his brain for free. Andre, their promise that when the gym opens, they promise to hire you doesn't mean anything until it's in writing. If if they are still, now this has been going on for three or four months, if they're still meeting with you weekly and picking your brain, 
you've got to start charging them for your expertise as a longtime personal trainer in your area. And this is just the truth. Now, I'm all for serving in this world, giving away up to a point. And Andrea, if I'm in your situation or I'm any in any type of situation like this, where someone is saying, gosh, I'd just love to get together and talk to you. Fine, get together, talk to me. I'll give you what I know, right? And then they say it again, and then they say it again. And when they're doing it weekly for a couple months, uh-uh-uh, overkill. You've got to put the foot down. You have to risk that they're going to say, well, then you're not going to get a job when, you're, when we open, but you don't have a contract anyway. The only other option is to say, great, let's set up a contract. But if they're not open... They may never open. And there you went, and you just went ahead, gave them all your information for free. I would stop it right now. Um, I would create a consulting fee. It could be $30 an hour. It could be 150 an hour. I don't know all of your circumstances, but I surely wouldn't keep giving it for free. We're going to come back with more of your emails. I'll give you more feedback. Man, if you have a thought right now going through your brain, how can I deal with this relationship? What should I do with this money? What do I need to handle in order to handle this situation at work? What about this weight gain? I can't seem to get it off. What about this procrastination? I'm constantly delaying doing what I need to do. Call us. 1-800-548-8255. This is the time. We'll be back and email us. Right now at talkdavid.com. We're going through a ton of them. Maybe we'll get to yours. I'm David Essel. Stay there. You're tuned in to David Essel Live, America's Positive Radio Talk Show. And thank you so much for hanging out, broadcasting live out of Studio E in Los Angeles, California. Every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific, 1-800-548-TALK, 1-800-548-TALK. I'm going through just a slew of emails here, trying to get as many of our listeners answered. Um, Martin wrote in about... Writing a book and giving up on the dream, and I, I just have to, whenever I get these, the, these things, of course, crush me deeply, because when, when, you, when you know there's something in this world that you want to do, maybe you even know you're meant to do it, like write a book, but you get discouraged, you get lost, you, you have people downplaying the importance of it. You have people, maybe well-meaning partners, family, friends saying, oh, come on, it takes forever to write a book, you don't even have a journalism degree, blah, 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 that we can get discouraged. Martin, I'm going to tell you that's not an option. It's not an, when you know in your email, when you're writing saying that this is something you've been thinking about for 20 years, for 20 years to write a book, Remember this, millions of people before us have overcome greater odds to accomplish something that's important. You may want to consider getting a mentor, joining a mastermind group, you know, getting involved. And how do you find a mentor? 
you Google, and I'm not kidding you. Google mentors in your area. Google mastermind groups in your area. Find people who you enjoy reading their books that are in the same line of what you want to, to, to write yourself and email them. Ask them for thoughts. Ask them for advice. It's so important. On YouTube, we I have 400 videos on YouTube, and one of them is how to write a book. Go to YouTube, Google David Essel slash how to write a book. Find that, Martin, and I know that'll help you get started. I'm working with a young woman right now, uh, I think out of North Carolina, who uh, wanted to write a book. She found the video, has emailed me. We're talking now, helping her to, to, to break through her own fears and insecurities. Just because fears and insecurities are normal doesn't mean they should get in the way. 1-800-548-TALK, 1-800-548-TALK. Oh, Carlton, this is an email from Carlton. Uh, Forgot his girlfriend's birthday, and it's been three weeks of hell. And here's the reason why, Carlton. According to your email, you continue to try to justify that you forgot her birthday because you were given extra work. And, And I want to tell every guy in America needs to listen to this. For 20 years, every time a woman comes in and she's thinking about ending her marriage or thinking about ending her relationship or distraught and the guys in the doghouse, they all say the same thing. If he would just be honest, quit making excuses, quit rationalizing his error. If he would just say, I'm 100% wrong here, please forgive me, it would pass. But what do most of us guys do? Even when we say, you know what, I'm really sorry, but I know I shouldn't have done that, but you're not going to believe what's going on at work, or you don't understand my work, or you don't understand this, or you don't understand that. Guys, women get sick and tired of the excuses. And I agree with them. I totally agree with them. If you want to have a situation in your life, move on. Just say you're sorry, say you blew it, and shut up. (laughs) And I mean this sincerely. Oh, my God. Guys try to justify and ration. Some women do, too, but I see this so often. Guys are trying to justify and rationalize why they made the mistake, why they made the error, why they forgot the birthday, when all the woman wants you to do is to shut up and apologize. Quit rationalizing. Carlton. It's the best move I, you could ever make, man. And, and if you want to keep the relationship, I would like do it right now. 1-800-548-TALK. 1-800-548-TALK. Uh, this is from Patricia, a closet smoker. Uh, guilt and anxiety around hiding her habits from her kids. Uh, kids are 14 and 16 year olds. Uh, first of all, at 14 and 16, honey, uh, if you've been smoking for as long as you say, I doubt you're hiding anything. Okay? I doubt it. Kids are outrageously intuitive, and plus, it's really hard to hide. I remember a woman, I remember a number of years ago dating a woman, and, uh, and the first, I don't know what it was, maybe two or three times that I was going over to pick her up, I would get a call and she would say, oh, you know what? Can you come over 45 minutes later? I have to take a shower. And I didn't think anything of it, you know. And then I finally caught on that every time that she smoked, she took a shower and she did these special drops in her mouth. And I mean, she did like 5,000 things. It still didn't work. 
Uh, neither did the relationship. But listen, Patricia, one of the reasons you're starting to probably smoke more or crave more is out of the guilt. And and so for everyone that wants to quit smoking, listen to this. Almost every state has assistance programs like the 1-800-QUIT-LINES, the 800-QUIT-LINES. And, and with these quit lines comes a counselor, coach, slash coach, um, the patches, the gum, programs, ideas, tips, thoughts. Check it out. 25% plus of our country smokes. It's uh, not only a horrendous habit, it's, as, as we all know, it's a killer. But you know what? Logic doesn't stand a chance against addiction of any type. It doesn't matter how intellectual we are, how intelligent we are. Addiction always blows away logic. So you have to make a decision to reach out for help because it is a rare bird who quits smoking on their own or quits drinking on their own and are happy. It's an outrageously rare person. Those people you hear about, well, you know, just one day I decided to quit. That's 1% of people who are successful in quitting any addiction. Trust me, I work in the field. That's 1%. If you really want to increase your odds more than 1%, you're going to have to reach out, get humble, ask for help, be held accountable. 1-800-548-TALK. That's the only way, gang. It's the only way whatsoever to remove any type of a habit that is not serving you, the odds are none of us will do it by muscling it, by willpower, and that's a bunch of nonsense. Willpower in regards to changing your eating habits, exercising more, dropping addictions, whatever it might be, it just doesn't work. Willpower never has worked for 99% of people that really want to change. But we do know what does work. That is reaching out for help, hiring a professional, asking for assistance, going to support groups. We know those things work. And this program is all about giving you the bottom line so that you can move forward in life and make the best decisions possible. Uh, last email we're going to get to today. This is from Ricky. Uh, he, he's dating two people at the same time and wants to know if it's possible, but we know for Ricky, for you it isn't, Ricky. And, I, and I'll tell you really quickly why. You already have past experiences. Some people can date more than one person at a time, but those who are successful that have no guilt about what they're doing are those people that are 100% honest with both partners. But, Ricky, it's not going to work because you've tried it in the past. As he said here, um, uh, he, he he went to an, uh, a wedding with one girl. He told the other girl that he had to work. He went to a wedding out of town, and guess what? He had no idea that the other girl he was dating would be there as well. He had no idea that they had similar friends. Drama and chaos ensued. So, Ricky, if it didn't work in the past, it ain't going to work now. It's time to fess up. It's time to be honest with both people and let the cards fall where they may. If they can handle it, great. If they can't, someone's leaving. And maybe that's the way it's supposed to be. Don't forget, this week is the one week a month we offer our free one-on-one coaching sessions to all of our listeners. We get as many people as we can lined up. Just go to talkdavid.com. Send us an email saying that you would like the free 20-minute one-on-one session with David. Also, while you're there, sign up for the One Thing That Will Radically Change Your Life free video series. 
We want to help you get everything that you want out of life. For 21 years, helping America get healthier, stay more positive. David Essel alive every Saturday right here on the premier radio network, XM Satellite Radio 168. Be strong, be powerful, be positive. Have an awesome week. See you next Saturday. I am David Essel.